Today's devotion comes from Luke chapter 15, verses 11 through 32. This is entitled, The Parable of the Prodigal Son and His Brother. Then Jesus said, There was a man who had two sons. The younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the share of my property that will belong to me. So he divided his property between them. A few days later, the younger son gathered all he had and traveled to a distant country, and there he squandered his property in dissolute living. When he had spent everything, a severe famine took place throughout the country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to one of the citizens of that country, who sent him to his fields to feed the pigs. He would gladly have filled himself with the pods that the pigs were eating, and no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired hands have bread enough and to spare? But here I am, dying of hunger. I will get up and go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me like one of your hired hands. So he set off and went to his father. But while he was still far off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion. He ran and put his arms around him and kissed him. Then the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his slaves, Quickly, bring out a robe, the best one, and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. And get the fatted calf and kill it. And let us celebrate and eat. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to celebrate. Now his older son was in the field, and when he came and approached the house, he heard music and dancing. He called one of the slaves and asked, What is going on here? He replied, Your brother has come, and your father has killed the fatted calf, because he has got him back safe and sound. Then he became angry and refused to go in. So his father came out and began to plead with him. But he answered his father, Listen, for all these years I have been working like a slave for you, and I have never disobeyed your command. Yet you have never given me even a young goat so that I might celebrate with my friends. But when the son of yours came back, who has devoured your property with prostitutes, you killed the fatted calf for him. Then the father said to him, Son, you are always with me, and all that is mine is yours. But we had to celebrate and rejoice because this brother of yours was dead and he has come to life. He was lost and he has been found. So this story has many different titles. The most uh, familiar one is probably referred to as the prodigal son. Many of you probably grew up hearing that title for this particular parable. And uh, what we have here today is not just the story of the prodigal son, we have the story of perhaps we could call it the lost son and the loving father. The story is, is important 
But let's first begin by asking, what does this word prodigal mean? Prodigal refers to the son's lavish wasting of his half of his father's estate and his immoral behavior. However, the older brother understood the moral aspect of his brother's behavior, but seemed resistant to his father's grace. So perhaps the title, The Story of the Last Son, would be a better title encompassing both sons and their separation from the father. But this parable's focus is really on the father. There was a, there, <clears throat> excuse me, there was a man who had two sons. The most amazing thing about this story is the father's unconditional forgiveness and his amazing love for both of his sons. This is also a story about God and humanity. In the kingdom of God, the only force that is more powerful and important than God's justice is God's forgiveness, God's mercy. In the parable, the younger lost son has freely chosen danger, and the reader senses it. He took his inheritance, cashed it out, and he squandered it. Then comes a famine. To make matters worse, he has no savings. So feeding pigs and eating pig food was a shameful thing for Jews, but that was all he had. It would have been more noble for him just to starve to death. Finally, he comes to his senses. My father's servants have food to eat. And so he prepares a statement of repentance for his father and expects nothing more than a servant's pay, room and board, food to eat. Instead of pity, the father overwhelms his son with love, forgiveness, and grace. The father is filled with compassion for this lost son, and the son starts his statement of repentance as he returns home to his father. But the love of the father interrupts the son's repentance. There is no interest in a discussion about worthiness with this son. This son of his will not be a servant. As a matter of fact, the father is preparing for a huge family celebration, a homecoming. This meal is not a banquet with all of its formalities and etiquette. This is a party. Apparently, the party has started before the elder son, the older brother, has arrived home. When he realizes what is happening, he says, this just isn't fair. And it isn't. A robe, a new ring, shoes, fatted calf, music, dancing. It isn't fair. The older brother asks a servant, what in the world is going on here? And the servant responds, your brother has come home. Your father has killed the fatted calf because he has received his son safe and sound. The brother is furious. And he has prepared a statement as well. It is a harsh and strident statement of resentment filled with self-justification. The father responds by going out of the party to meet his elder son. And he assures him that his place in the family is secure 
and that his legal rights are protected. In verse 31, we hear that. Then the father says to him, Son, you are always with me, and all that is mine is yours. This son has his place, and it will never be removed. The only way that the elder son would be excluded from this celebration is if he excluded himself. The grace of God is at work in this joyful mission of finding the lost. And Jesus was not about to stop it, no matter how resistant some might be. Those who primarily seek justice and morality will always find Jesus and his kingdom offensive. And in the midst of this, Jesus calls for self-sacrifice and to bear one's cross. All because God shows mercy on the sinner and seeks the lost. I pray that God will bless your reflection upon this devotion today and that God will bless your day.